0: I'm crystal the parenting coach parenting is a thing that some of us just expected to know how to do it's not like other areas of your life where you go to school and get taught get on the job training or have mentors to help you but now you can get that help here I believe that your relationship with your children is one of the most important aspects of your life and the best way that you can make a positive impact on the world and on the future I've made parental relationships my life study and I use life coaching tools, emotional wellness tools and connection-based parenting to build amazing relationships between parents and their children. If you want an even better relationship with your child, this podcast will help you. Take my parenting quiz at the link in the show notes. Once we know what your parenting style is, we will send some tips tailored to you and a roadmap to help you get the most out of my podcast. Welcome to today's podcast episode, How to Grow Abundance, The Power of Gratitude and How to Meditation. So there's going to be a little meditation in here that I think will help with this concept. But first of all, I'm going to sell you on the idea of gratitude being like the most amazing thing ever. I remember seeing this scale of... Um, emotional vibrations or something like that. Maybe it was from Abraham Hicks, I can't remember. But it basically said like what the energetic vibration of different emotions was, and it had it on the scale. And at the very bottom of the scale was like shame or something like that. And the very top of the scale was gratitude. And I love this idea of infusing our life with more gratitude. Um, In fact, I heard this interesting quote the other day, and it was attributed to Dr. Gabor Matei, and I haven't Googled this, so I don't know for sure. So don't quote me on it, but he said, that the opposite of shame is pride. And I was thinking about that for a while because I'm like, what? That doesn't make sense. But then I, as I l- thought about it more and listened to it more, I realized that pride is uh, understanding what we are doing. It's taking acknowledgement for like things are actually going well and I have a part in what's happening. And we're not very good at that. We're not very good at attributing our success to us. We might do that on the outset, but inside we're just like, oh, I'm not doing enough, right? If you listened to my last pod- last week's podcast episode, you'll understand this. Um, But we still have that kind of lingering, like, nothing I do is ever enough. So to me, pride isn't like arrogance. It's not like I am better than you, but it's more of an acceptance of what I do matters and I'm doing good things and I am growing and I am expanding and I am, you know, helping others and I'm doing wonderful things in this life. And being able to actually accept that internally myself is going to help um, my capacity to, for gratitude, for sure and for presence and for connection with other people and with myself. And I think also decrease decrease the shame. So that's a cool little side note, but I wanted to dig into this episode of how do I grow gratitude? Why is it so amazing? How do I grow abundance? How do I grow gratitude? How do I call in more? And how do I be okay and comfortable and happy with what I have right now while calling in more? Because those seem kind of polar opposites. And I've been doing a lot of listening to other people's podcasts, which I'll mention their podcasts also on this whole concept of like, How can we be grateful and abundant and also call in more than we have currently? So first of all, I'm going to sell you one why gratitude is so amazing. You've probably heard about gratitude being so good for your health and that there's all these benefits of it. And so I was like just doing a quick Google search because I've heard this loads of times too. And this is what came up in my search, um, that it improves your mental health. Um, it can help with anxiety and depression, um, which is probably not something that you're thinking top of mind, but it can be helpful for that. Um, this is from iyde.org. Um, it's, it can improve your physical health. It can have help you have better sleep and better immunity, which is pretty amazing. They link to different articles and studies here too. stronger social bonds, and it helps you build resilience. I also found an infographic from the John Templeton Foundation, and they give a little bit more specifics. They say, grateful people on average give 20% more time and money in charity. Psychological, they said gratitude is related to age. For every 10 years, gratitude increases by 5%. So the more we age, the more grateful we tend to become. Um, Grateful people have a stronger bond with the local community. Grateful people will have 10% fewer stress-related illnesses, be more physically fit, and have blood pressure that is lower by 12%. What? Isn't that crazy? Like literal physical implications of gratitude. Um, Work. Happy people's income is roughly 7% higher. So that's interesting. Friends, more satisfying relationships with others and will be better liked by others. Youth, 13% fewer fights, 20% more likely to get A grades, and grateful teens are 10 times less likely to start smoking. Um, As an interesting side note that's still on this infographic, it says the most grateful countries are South Africa, the UAE, Philippines, and India, and the least are Netherlands, Denmark, Hungary, Czech Republic, and UK. I did not look into how they did this study because it seems so fascinating. I'm like, how do they determine how many people are grateful in a country versus others? Like, what did that look like? I have no idea. Um, And the cool thing that they ended with was life overall, seven overall positive emotions can add up to seven years to your life. Oh no, it says overall positive emotions can add up to seven years to your life. So if you uh, practice gratitude and you practice feeling these good feels like abundance and gratitude, it can actually help you physically. It can help you call in more money and more wealth, help you call in more relationships, more connection to your community, and also more charity, which is interesting because the more that I've dug into abundance and manifestation, the more I've realized that the if i had more wealth i would be able to spread it more i would be able to do more good i heard this story one time that this lady um growing up they were religious and she had always kind of this idea in mind that it was more righteous and like better to be poor and so she actually was kind of proud of the fact proud of the fact that she was poor she didn't try to kind of i guess get out of the situation that she was in because she was like happy with where she was and she felt pretty good about herself um, not being this like overly wealthy, focused on riches person, right? There's some, there's, there is some there is some scriptures in the Bible that talk about riches and wealth. And so people can construe like the idea of wanting wealth and riches means that, therefore I'm a bad person and I am unrighteous versus like, it's okay to call in more wealth and not have that be your focus, not have that be your only desire, your only treasure, which we will talk about today. So um, in this story, this lady's washing machine or dryer or something died and she couldn't get a new one. She didn't have any money. And this other lady came to her and said, I really want to, I really want to get you a gift. She said, please let me buy this for you. And so they went to the store and she let her pick out whichever one she wanted. She was like, it doesn't matter anything you want. And she purchased it for her. And the lady that got a purchase for her felt so good. And she said, it was the first time in my life that I realized like, You can be good and have money. You can do good things with your money. And I used to have this really negative connotation that was similar, which is why I mentioned the story, because I really felt that. I was like, yeah, like it's good. It's righteous to be poor, to to have less. Um, But I don't think that's true because the women that I see that make so much money are so charitable and so kind and so giving and so loving, and they're spreading so much goodness into the world. So I started questioning this belief internally myself. I was like, are these two things connected? Can I be a good person, right? Because I have had so many, um, I think that we all have so many uh, people that we can look to in popular culture that are like, quote unquote, famous, that are wealthy, that we see not be good, that we see not do good in the world with their money, that we see be unkind, that we see be kind of not the greatest people. And so then we're like, okay, well, that means that I will become this way. And so I realized a few years ago that I had this subconscious belief of, if I create wealth, more wealth for myself, then I'm going to be mean and unkind and chauvinistic and not share and selfish and all of this. Like I was going to all of a sudden turn into a completely different person because of money. And so the more that I've started to kind of reframe that belief and understand like there isn't anything wrong with money. Money is not going to make me a bad person. And in fact, maybe I can do so much more good, the more comfortable I became with the idea of abundance. And ironically, the more gratitude I felt. And so even though before, like I was trying to feel gratitude, I don't think I really did a very good job at feeling it. One of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast episode today is because I, this is my current work. I don't always do podcast episodes on things that I'm like, well, this is something that I've accomplished and I figured this all out and now I'm going to bring it to you. Sometimes it's like, this is actually what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm currently working with. And I want to show show you what it looks like to work through this. So um, as this has been my work for the last few years, I've been doing a lot of listening and a lot of getting mentors. One of the mentors that I love to learn from is Amber Smith. She is not my coach or anything, but I just love her podcast. Um, and you can listen to the Conscious Coach podcast. I will have a link in the show notes. It's really great. And one of her episodes recently, she was talking about consciously creating things in our thoughts and in our beliefs and how we speak. So I'm going to be talking about that today. And then I also love my current coach, Jamie Berman. Um, she has a program called the Money Manifestation Movement. And so I've been doing on a lot lot of uh, manifestation work and money work and changing beliefs around wealth and abundance work um, over the last long time before I even found her. Um, But I would also highly suggest her podcast. So if you want to dig more into this um, topic specifically, those are two really great ways to go. Hello, hello. I wanted to pause this little episode for a tiny little announcement that I want to make sure you do not miss. I created a new offer just for you. It's called The Creation Room. It's all about this work of becoming into ourselves, of intuition, of what do I want to create? What do I desire? How do I be more myself? How can I be more enough and give myself the validation and love and acceptance that I want? How can I belong more to myself? If this interests you, if this work interests you, scroll down to the bottom where there's the show notes and you can find information about The Creation Room or you can email me or Instagram me. It's crystal at coachcrystal.ca. And also, if you are in the California area the end of April. I will be coming to speak on a panel live with some other really amazing experts like Ralphie at Simply on Purpose. She's an awesome parenting uh, mentor. So I would love to see you there. Send me a message. I will also have a link down below about it's called University for Moms. You can come join me there as well. Now back to the episode. So one of the things that Jamie talks about often is what you appreciate appreciates. And I think this is just like a law of abundance. This is like a spiritual principle of whatever you're going to appreciate appreciates more. And so um, one of the things that I started doing recently was I don't ever look at numbers. I just don't look at my money numbers very often. It's not something I do. And so I don't often know like how much money am I even making in this? And is this working like money wise? Like I don't really know. And so I decided that I, in order to have a better relationship with money, I needed to look more at my money and not just look at my money, but appreciate my money. So I literally went logged into my app because I have like a phone app because you know they make banking so easy nowadays that I just looked at the money that was in my checking account and then I looked at the money that was in my savings account and I even looked at the money that I had on my credit card and I just appreciated it all I appreciated that I have a credit card that I'm able to use when I need to I appreciated that I have savings I appreciated that I had money in my checking account and I just sat there being grateful and just feeling Mm -hmm. the gratitude and the abundance that was there. And one of the interesting things was I paid off the um, amount on my credit card and I didn't even know how because I don't do this. This might sound silly, but I don't do like budgeting just isn't. I mean, we will budget together, but I'm not the one that pays the bills. And so I had to like even ask my husband, like what button do I press? Like, how do I make this payment? But it just came to me. It wasn't that I was like, oh, I'm going to pay this off. But I just was like feeling abundance and did that. So anyways, I believe this, that what you appreciate, appreciates. And so if I want to call in more wealth and more abundance, then taking time to appreciate what I already have is going to be really helpful. I'm going to share a little story. And this story is a little bit scary for me to share. And I was asking myself, why is this scary? And I think it's because I still have some niggling, like you shouldn't want so much, right? Your dreams are too big You shouldn't go for so much. You should just appreciate what you have. You should be grateful for what you have and not want more. But the interesting thing is that the more that I've been um, sitting with gratitude, and the more I've been sitting with abundance, the more that I've been really feeling that, the more I felt okay with calling in more and not feeling like I'm selfish, not like it's coming from a space of like, I don't have enough, but I'm so grateful for what I have and more please, and asking for more and manifesting more and calling more of that in. So I'm going to tell you my story. So um, even though this feels really scary to share, (laughs) publicly i'm gonna tell you anyways um and do you remember last week's episode i was talking about how speaking the words and writing things out and whatever like shame can't handle words so maybe this will help with my own money uncovering as i speak these words um i did talk about it on the uh, call that i did recently on the free call that i did um uh, creating an intuitive goal which is not that something that i spoke out loud on the podcast so far So one of the things that I'm working on creating right now and speaking into existence is $50,000 months. Now, that sounds uncomfortable to say out loud when I say it because it's not true at all. Physically, there's no physical evidence of that being true currently in my current reality. But after listening to Ember's podcast, I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to start working on this. I already feel like this is exactly what I need in my life. So I'm going to start practicing these beliefs that might not necessarily feel true right now. So I'm speaking it out loud every once in a while. I'm thinking about it. I'm, you know, feeling into this abundance and I'm focusing on gratitude and being so grateful for what I have in the moment. Um, one of the things I saw recently, I think it was on Instagram was um, how can I feel abundance in this moment? So I've been really focusing on abundance in this moment. How can I feel abundance, abundance in my breath right now, in my body, in my family, in my movement, moving my body, in my home um, in safety and security. So lots of times I'll just be laying in my bed and I'm like, I love that. I have such a comfortable bed. Um, when we focus on the gap, when we focus on what we don't want. So if I was like, okay, well, what I'm actually making, and I don't even really know what that is, but probably in my business alone, um, it's like not even a fifth of that, maybe even less than that. I don't even know. Um, it's very s- small compared to the $50,000 month. And when I focus on that gap of like, well, how could that be possible? How could that ever happen? It feels farther and farther and farther away. Like there's no way that I could get there. Um, but when I focus on what I do have and appreciating what I do have and feeling the abundance in what I do have, it feels closer. It feels more manageable. It feels more doable. What we focus on grows. And when we focus on the gap, the gap grows. Um, in fact, side little story is that we came to the jungle in Indonesia and we we're it was really remote. And for the first couple of days, I was like, I hate it. Like I literally was like, is there a way we can change our flights and get out of here? (laughs) It was just so uncomfortable. It's hot. It's humid. There was bugs everywhere. Like there's just been so many experiences here that I'm like, wow, this is not at all what I imagined. And I don't want to stay here for a month. Um, And so as I was considering like how I could shift this. I thought, I'm not being grateful for this experience at all because I keep focusing on what I don't like. So I thought, what if I focus on what I do like? And I love the view. I seriously, it is just stunning to look out every single window, every single time I go into the bathroom, a bedroom, anywhere. I'm just like, oh my goodness. This is amazingly beautiful. And so I just started feeling into the gratitude of that every single time I looked out the window. Literally every time I would walk into the bathroom, I would look out the window, walk into a bedroom. I would look out the window. I still am doing this, by the way. I'm still in Indonesia and I'm still just basking in the abundance of being here. Um, And I would go look out at the stars at night. And if there was like a thunderstorm that I could go watch the lightning, I'd go watch the lightning. And I would spend time, you know, doing puzzles or reading books or just resting um, and also being able to work here has been, has been awesome. So there's been so many good things about it. And as I've, it's only been like a week, just over a week, but as I've started to shift my perspective, I noticed that I've enjoyed it so much more. But if I had focused on all of the, on the gap, on all of the things that wasn't there yet, then I know that that would have just increased and increased and increased. And I would have just like pining, biting away my time. Um, before we leave. And now I am appreciating it. I am sitting in appreciation and gratitude for this, for this abundance that we have. So going back to my 50K months, seems really wild. Seems like there's no way that it's going to happen. And one of the principles of this that I've learned from my coaches is that you drop the how. You don't worry about how. You don't worry about is it logical? It doesn't have to be logical. I don't have to worry about how it's going to get here. I just have to practice the belief and I just have to work towards it only by believing. Because if I believe and if I focus on that belief and I focus on abundance and focus on gratitude, different things will shift and change. Like the idea that I had to start looking at my bank account and then decided to pay off my credit card or whatever, like just little tiny shifts will just happen naturally. It's not about taking more action. It's about just allowing the how to come intuitively. So back to my 50K months idea, my brain starts spinning in like, there is no way that this is possible. This could never happen. Like, there's no way we can get there. But as soon as I shift the idea of like, I can drop the how and I don't need to know how, then I don't worry about it. Cause I'm like, it could come from so many different income streams. We already have so many different income streams. In fact, there was just one, I don't know if I already talked about this on the podcast, but there was just one random one the other day where JD was doing this online investment type thing and he's been doing it for a while and he went to a workshop like a year ago and then he started doing it on its own and he's been checking lately and he's like, I made like a thousand dollars this month on this thing that I haven't even, like I don't even have to do anything anymore. And um, <laughs> anyways, I was like, money really does come in so many different avenues and I don't have to worry so much about how it's going to come. So I decided, okay, this is the belief I'm going to practice, right? I'm working on it. And like, no joke within five days of deciding that this was the belief I wanted to like create into reality. I get a email saying that there was something on my like online Canadian tax account thing. And I went and checked it and we had applied for this... uh, benefit that we get for our kids for being in Canada, for kids having uh, mental illnesses or disabilities or whatever. And we've been dealing with this for a long time and giving them paperwork and they've been asking back and forth and all of these things. Anyways, we knew that eventually we were going to get a sum of money. Um, some At some point in the future, we didn't know how much it was going to be and we didn't know when it was going to come. And I kind of thought like, maybe it'll come by the time we get back. So I get this um, email notification saying that they had like reviewed our file and everything. They didn't ask for any more information. They didn't like They were just like, yep, you're approved. Yep, this is how much you get. And it was like 38 or 39,000. It feels awkward saying that out loud because I'm just not used to talking about money. So um, I don't know, like just normally with people. And I love when other people do it because I'm like, yes, we need to normalize this and like unshame money. But um, it can still be a little bit sticky for me just because I'm so used to not talking about money. Um, Anyways, so way more money than... I had thought and it will likely all come at once and it will likely all come this month. And I saw the notification, like literally five days after I was practicing this. And I thought, holy cow, that is crazy. Like, I did not think that was going to come. I didn't think it was going to be that much money. Like we will have over 50K k month this month. This month is January. Um, And it's the very first month that I've been practicing this. I think I started practicing just a few days before January. So... My brain then get goes to like, but there's no other random amounts of money that are coming in that are gonna somehow just like happen to us and blah, blah, blah. So that's not possible. But then I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Like, I don't need to know the how. I don't need to know how it's gonna happen. And I don't need to have a timeline. I don't need to have pressure. I don't need to be like, well, in February, I have to get another 50K month or that means that this is never gonna happen, which is what my brain logically wants to believe. So there's a little abundance story for you. Ooh, and maybe some of my money shame will release as I speak to you about this, or maybe I'll just like, stop this episode after and then be like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe I just told all the people about my all my money, (laughs) all my money issues. Um, I do really think it is helpful. I think it is helpful speaking it out loud and unshaming money and unshaming wealth and abundance. So there you go. One of the things, I'm going to mention a couple of things that has really helped me along the lines of figuring out abundance and gratitude. One thing is to zoom out for perspective. Um, When I start to put things in perspective, I feel more gratitude and not in a comparative way, like other people have it so worse than me. So I should feel bad. I should not feel so bad about what I'm going through, but kind of the opposite, like looking at difficulties that other people are going through and helping it give me more perspective in an abundant and grateful way. So I have a friend who I was good friends with in high school. I don't know if she listens to this. Maybe you do. If you do, I love you. But um, she um, recently lost her child. And her child, we got married around the same time. We started dating our um, husbands around the same time in high school. And um, we had kids around the same time and her oldest. And we both have three boys and a girl. And her, and in that order too, and her oldest, um, was diagnosed with brain cancer a couple of years ago, they found a tumor and he passed away. And, um, the other day I was having a rough day and thinking about like, Oh, I don't know what to do about this. And I don't know what to do about that. And she came into my mind. And as soon as I thought about that, I thought what matters most if I knew that tomorrow was like the last day that I got with my sweet, sweet teenager that was driving me crazy that day what would matter? Like, would it be school? Would it be grades? Would it be these tiny little things that we think are so important that feel so zoomed in? But when I thought about that, he immediately zoomed out and I knew that we were good, that we have a good relationship, that things are going well. And I just felt like my focus was in the wrong place. And I didn't do this to shame myself or feel bad about myself. But thinking about it in that way really helped me to put perspective on what matters most. And it does so much. And it helps me to feel gratitude for what it is that I have right now and to really refocus. Another thing that has helped is to celebrate more. So thinking about achieving that goal and is it going to bring you peace or energy? What is it that you want? What do you want from the goal? Um, And so this is what I've been doing also. Like, why do I want that money? Like, why would it be cool to make that much money in a month? What am I going to feel there? What am I going to think there? How would I be there? And then remembering, like, how do I have that now? How do I have that feeling now? So if it's freedom, what does freedom feel like now in my body? And from the feeling of freedom now in my body, what would I do? How would I show up? What would I be? What would I think? What would I feel? Um, Even like the tiny little things.
1: How would I treat others? How would I experience today?
0: Okay, I'm going to pause for a second, do a little meditation, and then um, wrap up a little bit more about thinking and speaking what we want to create into existence. So I invite you just to close your eyes. This is going to be just a short little meditation on abundance and gratitude. I invite you to slowly close your eyes. Not if you're driving, please, just pause and come back to this later you're in a safe space i invite you to focus on
1: your breath in through the nose out through the mouth slowing that inhale slowing and deepening the exhale out your mouth finding some stillness finding some peace finding centeredness i invite you to imagine the feeling of abundance How does abundance feel in your body? Sit with that feeling and lean into it. Does it lighten? Does it expand? Does it open? Does it feel tingly with excitement? you have a hard time bringing emotions like this into your body, I invite you to think of a specific time where you felt a lot of gratitude or a lot of abundance. Think about that memory, bring that memory back in just enough for you to feel that emotion in your body. Whatever this emotion feels like in your body, focus on the feeling. Maybe you can turn up the channel a little bit, turn up the volume a little bit on that feeling. Spread that feeling to your body, spread it up to your head, spread it down through your arms, down all the way through to your legs, all the way through to the ground that supports you. Feel the support of that ground, the ground that everybody else walks on, that everybody else is feeling supported. Their support is going through the ground to you, increasing your support. We are all interconnected. Feel into that gratitude, that moment in time when you felt grateful, this moment in time when you feel that gratitude, that expansion, that openness, that fullness. I invite you to fast forward through the rest of the day with this feeling and imagine what would be different about today if I kept this feeling with me, if I went about my day with this feeling. What would I choose to do? What would I choose to not do, to leave to the side? What would feel important and aligned and intuitive and what wouldn't? Keep going through the day in your mind. How would I treat other people? How would I show up at work or at home? How would I experience today? How would I experience looking out the window, at the snow, or at the jungle, or at the trees, or at the sea, whatever your view is? How would I experience the next conversation I have with someone? Spread it into all the areas of your life that you can imagine. What would it be different about tomorrow, about the next day, about a week, a year, 10 years into the future with this feeling? and settle in that feeling with breath lock it in In through the nose deep exhale through the mouth i invite you to open your eyes
0: when you finish this podcast episode just write down what came up for you what my intention for this year is is creation is to think and speak what i want into existence Again, I'm going to link the podcast episode where my friend Amber Smith talks more about this and what it means, but I'll give you a few examples of how it's changed my life. One of the thoughts that I've been struggling with a lot is that my kids read all the time. That might be a good thought to you in your mind. It has not been for me. It has been very bothersome to me because I don't want them to. I want them to be doing other things and all they do all day is read. And as I noticed that I was thinking this and believing this, my brain started picking out all of the times that they were doing it. I started focusing on it more. I talked about this on the podcast last week. And I started thinking they never want to spend time with me. They never do anything else. Like nothing's ever going to change. And that was what I was speaking into existence. And so what thinking and speaking things into existence means for me is then switching that. In that moment when I'm thinking that thought, pausing for a minute, is that really true? There's so much evidence of that not being really true. But what do I want to speak into existence instead? Maybe it's something like, my kids are going to be successful they're going to be healthy and strong and intelligent. And the more that I started to practice that belief, the more that I started to see that that was true and to feel really good about the things that they were doing and the things that we were getting done together and the times that we spent together where they weren't reading. (laughs) Another example is this day is going to be hard. Have you ever woken up and maybe something you're struggling with or you and your kids get in a fight or something and you're just like, this day is going to be so hard or this is going to be a really long day. I was like, wait a second. I do not want that to be my reality for today.
1: How do I want to shift that? I'm going to make it through today with peace, with calm. Maybe today's actually going to be amazing, even just kind of questioning that. Maybe today's going to be really awesome. Starting to shift that.
0: Another thought that I had was travel days are long. They're long, they're boring, they're hard. And I was like, wait a second. I don't want that to be my reality. What if travel days are super fun? What if travel days are adventure? What if travel days are days that I love? And they have been. There's been like our last travel day that was like so long and we had like a five or six hour um, extension of when we were supposed to be leaving and we were already at the airport and it was this tiny little airport and it was like super hot out and the internet was crummy and all this stuff. I was like, wait a second, I do not want to, this to be my reality for today. I was really frustrated and I was like, I need to shift this. And I just shifted to, we're going to have a great time today. We're going to have a great time traveling today. And we did we actually really did. I found like a little bookshop. I got some books. I read. We were able to get on the internet enough to get some work done. We found a place that had some food that wasn't great, but it was okay. Our flight was actually so fun and so cool and such a great experience. And so was our drive here. Like there was just so many things that really were awesome. Another one I'm going to mention is you get what you pay for. I noticed that this was coming into my mind a lot, especially when we would get hotel rooms that we would pay not very much for and looked like they were gonna be amazing and then we'd get there and they were terrible. I was like, ooh, that's not a belief I wanna have. Like, how do I wanna reframe that? This is something I'm working on reframing right now. Like maybe I actually get way more than I expect, way more than I pay for. Maybe amazing experiences just happen to come. Amazing places just happen to come, which I also have lots of evidence for. So in the beginning, it might feel uncomfortable. Because we might be thinking, well, if I'm grateful for what I have, then I shouldn't be calling in more. But what if you can be grateful and abundant and focused on all of the amazing things that you have? And what if that is the energy that calls in more? What if that is the energy that creates more? And I believe that to be true. It's a combination of being so grateful for what is. Reframing what we have now so that we can increase our ability for to feel abundant, to feel grateful. And then calling in more abundance in every area of our life. And I don't just mean wealth. I gave you a wealth example, but I could have just easily given you a relationship example, a time example. Um, There's so many examples out there. So I just want to invite you to maybe go through this experience with me, maybe see what you can create this year. And if you want to join me in a more formal way, you can join the creation room. I will have a link below where this is exactly the work we're going to be doing for the rest of the year. And um, you can join us for $1,000 for the entire year. And it's going to be a group Voxer coaching program. We have audio meditations. We have a lot, a lot in there. That's going to be fun. We're going to be going through books um, and podcasts and different things to help us, um, change these little beliefs in our brain also and to call in more abundance more gratitude and feel more comfortable and confident with that like I am working on too I am not perfect at this this is also my work and I will be working alongside you so come join us in there if you feel called and we will see you next week on the podcast thanks for listening if you'd like to help spread this work to the world share this episode on social media and tag me send it to a friend, or leave a quick rating and review below so more people can find me. If you'd like more guidance on your own parenting journey, reach out.